Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We got a bunch of callers on hold, so I'm just going to go ahead and go right to the phones. And we'll see what they have to say and what their questions are. And I'm sure they'll be fun and we'll come up with some fun answers. So our first caller, I believe, is Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm okay. Um, I'm a little concerned, but I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Well, please tell everybody where you're calling in from. Uh, I'm from Portugal. I live in Portugal in Sintra. Oh, wow. And what time is it there? It's about 1 o'clock in the morning. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, one, it, <laughs> so I have 7 p.m., so you're, you're uh, what, six hours ahead of me. <coughs> Excuse me. So thank you for staying up late, girl. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You bet. You got a question for me? I do. Um. My grandma is about, I think she's about 91 years old now, and she's not doing very well. Um, she really can't do anything by herself. She can't walk. She can't open her hands. She can't, you know, she can hardly talk. Um, her body tried to shut down a couple of times already, and uh-huh. uh, someone, you know, someone found her and intervened medically, and... Um, she doesn't believe in uh, DNRs because she's quite religious. Uh-huh. Um, and so I understand that there are different uh, stages to death, and I'm just wondering. I don't really understand them, but I was wondering if maybe there was a way for us to try to figure out where she's at and if maybe there's a reason why she's holding on because maybe she needs some closure on something and I can't figure out what it is. Um Okay. Yeah, absolutely. What's her name, Jesse? What do you call her? I call her Oma. Oma. Alrighty. Yes. Like like uh German. That's German too. Yeah, she's Oma Yeah. Oma and Opa. It's, 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 yeah. Dutch. Yeah. My grandparents are Dutch. Oh she was okay. actually, well that, that makes born sense. in Egypt. But yeah, she became Dutch eventually. <laughs> Okay, so what I'm going to do, Jesse, is I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, our spirit vibrates more slowly just because the body has mass. So when I raise my vibrational level, I turn my abilities on and off at will. Don't walk around scanning people, because I don't think it's ethical. And I'm going to connect to you energetically. I'm going to close my eyes. 
and I'm going to watch a laser beam come from me, and it's going to hook into you in Portugal. And then from you, I'm going to get to your your grandmother. I'm going to get to your Alma, and uh, we'll see what's going on with her. Okay? Okay. All right. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam heading across the ocean, heading across Western Europe. Okay, got you, got her. She's in phase four of 12, of the 12 phases of transition. Do you know what I'm talking about with that? Um, I, I don't really. Okay. If you go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, Jesse, you'll see okay. there's a tab up at the top in the menu that says the 12 phases of transition. And that's what okay. everybody, that's what all of us go through and all of our loved ones go through as we're dying. And it's a configuration of angels and deceased loved ones. So your great-grandparents, your grandmothers, your Oma's parents, their spirits are there with her. And they anchor a circle of angels. And as somebody gets closer to death, that circle of angels opens up and eventually forms a straight line at the person's feet. And these phases can happen instantly, Jesse, or they can happen over days, weeks, months. So your grandmother right now is in phase four where the circle of angels around her has started to open up into a horseshoe. Her spirit is attached to the top of her head. It looks like a bubble in a cartoon that you would see where the character's thoughts or words are. Mm -hmm. And it will hang there for a while until it's ready to be escorted by angels to heaven. Um, there are three questions I always ask somebody when they're dying. The first one is, are you ready to go? She's telling me yes. Are you in pain? No. What do you need? <laughs> he said salvation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> salvation. So is she Catholic? Yes. Okay. Has she been anointed? I have a priest, have a, have a priest come to the house and give her... It's called the sacrament of the sick, and they say okay. prayer. They'll say prayers with her, and they'll anoint her with holy oils. And somebody her age that was raised Catholic—that's going to mean a lot to her. Yes, that's okay. a great idea. They'll hear. They'll um. She'll. They'll talk to her. Can she speak? Can she communicate verbally? It. It. it she has extreme difficulty speaking because she can't. She has her lungs are. Stuck together, basically. It's very oh, hard for her to breathe. And okay. She can't. Right. Very, very hard. Well, the priest will come. The priest will absolve her of all of her sins. He will bless her. He'll say prayers over her. her. He'll anoint her with holy oils. And my legs are vibrating, which is validation that what I'm telling you is what she's, what she's wanting and what she needs. So just go to your local church, your local Catholic church, and talk to yes. the priest about doing that. Okay. And then I think I think she'll be she'll be ready to go after that. That's what she's waiting for. Okay. And can I ask you I, I don't know if this is even if this makes sense but when you see this this horseshoe that you're talking about mm -hmm. um is my is my grandfather there is is he with her or I'm sure he will be at this phase it's just angels and her mother is the one that's running the show in the spirit world. So she'll be calling in other spirits about phase six is when other spirits start to arrive. So if you go on my site again, askjulieryan.com and you click on that 12 phases of transition, you'll see the graphics 
then it will help you uh, figure out, you know, what the what a picture is of what she where she is right now. The other thing is uh, I encourage you to get a copy of my book, which is Angelic Attendance. And and it's available in um, in uh, paperback and also in um, digital and uh, and audio book. And it's a fast read, and it's very heartwarming. It will explain to you what's going on and what she's doing, what she's going okay. through. Okay. Okay. All right, Jesse. thanks for staying up late and talking to us and calling in. Thank you so much for your help, Julie. I really appreciate you bet. it. Good luck with your Alma. Thank you so bye much. Bye. Have a good session. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. We got LaShonda next. Hi, LaShonda. Hi. Hi, Julie. How are you? How are you, girl? I'm well. Terrific. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. West Palm Beach, Florida. All righty. What's going on down there? Uh, Bright and sunny, hot, breaking records here, three days in a row with the temperature. That's pretty good. (laughs) Good. I know. What you got for me this evening? Um, I had to think on that. I think... um, I would just like to know if, um, I don't know, um, if I can figure out or um, how can I find out what my lesson is that I'm supposed to learn in this lifetime or what my soul contract is? Is there a way to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Actually, did you get a chance to read? Uh, well, I'm going to read it tonight, the question from this week. Um and I titled it Follow the Yellow Brick Road. I'm going to talk about that in in that part that I'm going to read. So hang on, and it will address all of that, okay. interestingly enough. So perfect question. You got another quick question you want to ask, since I'm going to answer that one in my uh, question that was submitted online? Sure. Um, I'll ask about my dog. I just want okay. to know if uh, you can figure out why all of a sudden he's um, uh, displaying behavioral issues where he's deciding to soil his crate. I think it's behavioral because he goes out and he's been checked out by the vet. But mm-hmm. from, sometimes he'll do it. Sometimes he won't. He's telling me that he has a, bla- he has a low-grade bladder infection. And that's what I'm seeing. I've got him on my radar right now, and I've got antibiotic energy on his bladder. He's got a little bit of a, like what I would call a UTI in a human. Excuse me. So um, I'm blasting that right now with antibiotic energy and see if that helps. LaShonda, I think it's a medical thing that he has going on. I don't think it's behavioral. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking about the other waste byproduct. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, he's got a little bit of a UTI going. So so he's pooping in his cage? Yes, he will do that, that even after yeah. he's just gone out. That's what mm-hmm. makes us think it's possibly behavioral. Mm-hmm. No, he's got he's got a UTI. So I think even though it's the other end, it may be that he's he's thinking he can't hold it or something. There's something going on with that. Oh, I have so to if take it, him back it, to the vet. Yeah, I would take him back if it persists. Okay. But he de- he's definitely looking like he's got a UTI to me. All righty. Okay. 
Thanks for calling in. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You as well. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see who's next. Jenna, I see you've joined us. I'm going to mute you, and I'll come back to you. So I believe our next caller is Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hello? Hi, Nicole. Hi. It went mute and then not mute, then mute, then not. <laughs> um, that, that was that was operator error on my part. It's <laughs> Sorry no about problem. That. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on your show. Um, I've been, I, I, I actually dialed in an hour early and uh, I thought, oh, I'm not, I'm not there yet. It's not 5 p.m. It's not 5 p.m. Pacific time. So. <laughs> right. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Um, I'm actually, I said Northridge, but, but it's actually, to be more accurate, Porter Ranch in the Valley in oh, yeah. Angeles. Yeah. 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 In Northridge. Yeah. I know Porter yeah. Ranch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Perfect. originally I'm from the UK, as you know, so yeah. Right. Well, in Porter Ranch, everybody is the Los Angeles area in the San Fernando Valley. Yes, that's right. <laughs> well, you got a question for me? I do. Um, I just want to know if you can give me any insights into a certain individual that we've been on and off in a relationship and uh, mm-hmm. we're actually off right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm trying to stay in a positive place and send out lots of unconditional positive love and vibes. You know, um, I believe in that. I just want to know where his head's at and... Um, you know, if we're ever going to reconcile uh, successfully. Would you be comfortable telling me his first name? Sure. I just hope, I don't think he's listening in. Okay. <laughs> um, it, <laughs> I mean, the chances of him, uh, he's probably still at work. It's Ray. Ray. Okay. Ray, Raymond. Yeah, Ray for sure. Okay. So is it in Nicole's best interest to date her former boyfriend, Ray. What's that first thing that comes into your head when I ask that question? Is it in Nicole's best interest to date her former boyfriend, Ray? I mean, without thinking, like it's immediate. What, what yeah, answer do you get? I mean, I'm asking you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I, I do. Get a, I get a no. And oh, I've gotten do? it three times. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I've gotten a no. And I thought, well, that's the first thing we need to figure out if it's in your best interest to have a mm. have a relationship with him. Is it so let's ask the question a different way. Is it in Nicole's best interest to have a romantic relationship with her former boyfriend Ray? I'm getting a no. Is it in Nicole's best interest to allow another uh romantic interest man into her life, I get a yes. Oh, okay. So I don't want you, I don't want you pining for somebody that I'm not getting. It's in your best interest. Uh, And when Mm -hmm. I ask that question, Nicole, it's from God, the universe, your spirit guides, your angels. I mean, your deceased loved ones, the whole group. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting, I've gotten a no four times on Ray. So that's at this moment in time, Mm -hmm. based on what's happening right now, that can change. But at this stage, I'm getting, I'm going to give you the advice that I give my sorority girls. I'm a volunteer sorority advisor at the University of Alabama down here in in, uh, Tuscaloosa. Okay. 
I love my girls. And when they, when they break up with somebody and they're heartbroken, I always say, there's just one four-letter word I want you to remember. And I want you to remember the same four-letter word, Nicole. Are you ready? Okay. It's next. N-E-X-T. <laughs> next. Oh, okay. I've, I've, I've been single just between us girls. <laughs> I've been single for about five years, and I find it very difficult to let anybody in. So I don't really jump into, you know, I'm very picky. So I yeah. just, I'm, tired of, I'm tired of, I don't want another five years of loneliness. So I just, um, I understand. Um, I don't, I don't, um, and that's what I anticipate, uh, will happen again. So, um, I'm not getting that at all. I'm not getting that at all. And actually, if you can go on my website, com, schedule a private session. We'll have a whole hour to strategize and get you out of that vibe. Okay. So you'll, you'll attract somebody. It won't be that. It won't be that. We got to get you off that, off that channel. Right, right. Okay. Well, so, yeah. So do that. Okie doke. Okay. All right. Thanks Thank you calling. so much. You bet. Bye-bye. <clears throat> Excuse me. My next caller is Linda. Hi, Linda. Hey. How are you, Julie? I'm good. How are you? Well, I've had, I've, I've felt better. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm cold, and uh, a few days ago, I had a serious... Um, uh, kidney stone attack. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'm from Alaska. Um, <laughs> when you got home, you had a kidney stone? Yeah, the night I got home. Thank heavens. The night oh, I got no. home. <laughs> oh, no. I was flying for two days, and I'm glad it didn't happen then. Oh, but, yeah, I was in bed for two days, writhing in pain with a, a, a kidney stone that was lodged wrong. And I... I I'm not in pain anymore, um, and I want you to check and see if uh, you think I've passed it, or is it just okay. lodged somewhere where it's not painful? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me get me get you on my radar. Comes my laser okay. beam up to Alaska. Okay, got you being turned around. When I get somebody on my radar, everybody, I see a hologram of them in my mind's eye, and that's what I'm seeing, Linda. So you're the hologram in my mind's eye has been turned around to the back. I'm seeing activity on the right in the right kidney. Is that where the pain is on the right side? Yeah, there's still a little residual there, yeah. Yeah, all right. So I'm seeing, I think you've passed some of it. I think you had more than one. And so what uh-huh. I'm doing is a healing right now. It's in your ureter. And what I'm watching okay. happen is I'm watching it get pummeled into just okay. powder and then you'll just you'll just pee it out and I do this okay. all the time with people that have kidney stones but I I know they're supposedly worse than labor pain and thank yeah, god I've never had one pain. but <laughs> I hear it's just awful I'm so sorry but what a blessing that that because uh, you were flying in from Mexico because I talked to you on a private consult right before you left Mexico yeah. oh yeah. my goodness girl <laughs> jeez I'm so sorry <laughs> Yeah, you still have a lot of inflammation, so I've pummeled it. If it ramps up again, go to the emergency room. And uh, yeah, I've had many I'll... attacks, so I I know what to do. Um, okay. And yeah, I know what they'll do. Is is the cold that I have just a a cold? 
or is yeah. there more to it's it? It's just viral. It's just a viral um, head okay. cold. So what I'm doing is I'm pushing it out through the top of your head. How I can tell it's viral, Linda, is uh, viral infections look to me like really watery, thin beef broth. They're kind of a brownish color. And, and uh, bacterial infections... Like what LaShonda, I was telling LaShonda, her dog looks like it has a UTI. I see really uh, vibrant, kind of a fuchsia color energy, which is antibiotic energy. And that's what I was seeing with her dog. So um, yours is viral. And it's just from being on all those planes. And, sure. and going from, what, 80 degrees to 5 or something in Alaska. But it's <laughs> yeah. So, it's in the teens. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Your body's in shock. So, uh, well, I hope you feel better. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually feeling better than I was a few days ago. So that's great. Good. And I Good. thank you very much for your help. You are most welcome. All right. Take care. Bye now. All right. Thanks. Okay. Let's see who we have next. I believe it's Beverly. Hi, Beverly. Hi, Julie. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Where are you calling us from? I'm calling from uh, Calgary, Canada. Oh, terrific. Okay. So speaking of five degrees, is it five degrees up there? <laughs> well, it's, um, what is it, minus 18 Celsius. So Oh, geez. It's been cold. <laughs> that sounds cold. I don't know what that is Fahrenheit, but it sounds cold. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, but it's been cold. <laughs> But it's wintertime in Canada. It's supposed to be cold, right? Yeah, true. It looks really pretty. There's lots of snow, so that's um, that's the pretty side of it. Okay. But uh, it's, it's getting a bit warmer, so it'll be okay. Wonderful. Well, you got a question for me? Yeah. Um, a couple of months ago, I had a reading with you, and um, I'm just kind of checking back on that, too, because um, at that time I kind of talked about... Um, uh, the environment where I live, and um, there being just some unquestionable individuals um, cruising around, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, living, and um, so um, I haven't made too much of headway in terms of uh, moving or anything, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, just wondering about that too, about some options, because um, it seems like the people um, that I've had some concerns about are kind of staying in uh, place, and uh, it's just a situation where I'm not feeling as comfortable as I should uh, living. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so what's your question? Is it, is it in your best interest to move to a different neighborhood or a different yeah. city? Or? Yeah, basically that. It, it, either uh, move to a different uh, neighborhood or else um, just completely uh, move uh, from, this, um, from this city, yeah. So is it in Beverly's best interest to move to a different neighborhood in Calgary? I get a yes. Is it in Beverly's best interest to move to a different city in the area? I get a yes. Do you have a city in mind? So I get a yes on both. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to move down to the coast, um, down to um, Vancouver Island, actually. Okay, so is it is it in Beverly's best interest to move to Vancouver Island? I get a yes before the question's even out. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 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 So I, I think gr- I think I'm getting all yeses for you, girl. I think you can't go wrong. <laughs> Whatever decision you make, good. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's good. That's positive. So yeah. Do you need to so, sell your house? 
Sorry? Do you need to sell your home? Yeah, I do. I don't know if the market's the best right now. That's the only thing. Mm, I get a no that it's not, but uh, will Beverly be able to easily sell her home? I'm getting a yes on that, too. So everything's yes. I mean, you're wow. you're golden. You got the golden ticket. <laughs> That's very, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you bet. Keep us posted. Let you, let us know what you uh, decide to do. Yeah, thanks. That's great. Okay. That's awesome. Take okay, care. Bye. Thanks for calling. All right. Let's see who's next. I believe it's Melanie. Hi, Melanie. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you, girl? I'm very well, thanks. Thanks for having me on. You bet. What you got for me this evening? Well, I'm wondering if you could read our house for mold. Um, when we sure. spoke during our private session, you talked about um, my daughter having pretty significant mold toxicity. So yes, we're right. trying to explore that and uh, get it all cleared out. Great. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Pelham, New Hampshire. Okay. New Hampshire. Yeah, we had our private session, and <laughs> we talked about mold a lot, didn't we? We did. So we ran out of time to scan. Oh, yeah. Mel, your house is packed with it. It's full. It looks like a Crazy. little moss-colored house, moss-covered oh. house. Yes, tons, tons, tons. Uh, so the ERMI test, E-R-M-I, is the best test mm-hmm. to do for mold. And okay. uh, and you can look it up online. There are test kits that you can order online, Melanie. And mm-hmm. I believe what you do, they say to suck up some dust off of something that you don't normally dust, like the top of your refrigerator or top of a bookcase that you can't reach mm-hmm. unless you're on a stool or, in my case, ceiling fans. You know, we get um, dust on the ceiling fans. We clean them. A lot, but I still get dusty on the top part of a ceiling fan. So do mm-hmm. that. You put it in this container. You send it off, and then they tell you what kind of mold you have. Yes, you have a you have a major mold issue in your home. Okay. Yeah. Um, and are there any target areas, or just the entire environment? The whole. It's it's all it's a lot. It's, okay. Do you have a, especially on the main level? You got a lot of it. Okay. So my my guess is. Is your home old? Did you have a leak? Did you what what happened? Uh it is almost thirty years old. Um we have had a couple of leaks that we took care of. One in the garage we did not take care of. Mm-hmm. Um so we know we have mold in the garage, but as I mentioned on our call, um we had the house tested and it came back negative for anything on the interior part of the house. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I'm interested to see what this test shows. Now the, um, the information on the ERMI test also said there's a urine test for mold toxicity. Is that mm-hmm. worth having Tara do? My daughter do? I said it Tara's best interest to, I get a yes. Okay. Yeah. I think that would be interesting. To see what that comes back showing. Okay. But, yeah, I'm seeing lots and lots and lots of mold, which is not a surprise based on yeah. our, conver- our private conversation. Right. So. Okay, great. So we'll go forward with doing that testing. Okay. Well, thank thanks you. for calling in. You bet. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.
most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. We do the show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. You can find this information a bunch of different places. On my website, AskJulieRyan.com. You'll see it also wherever you download podcasts. It's in the show notes. In addition, I post the day of the show on social media on Ask Julie Ryan on Facebook and Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram. So you can uh, go to both of those places and follow me on those two sites. And uh, and I'm trying to figure out Pinterest. I have a friend that's going to show me how to do Pinterest, but it's kind of intimidating to me at the moment. But soon I have a Pinterest account and I posted it today, but I don't know if anybody saw it because I don't know if I did it right. So anyways, if any of you are Pinterest experts, email me and tell me how to do it. I'll probably watch a YouTube video. Uh, I also put this information on um, my blog that I send out every week, usually on Wednesdays, and it has all of this call-in information in addition to a um, a uh, question that somebody has submitted online. And LaShonda, this is for you too. So I see you're still on. So this is for you too. This one came from Kate and Kate lives in Melbourne, Australia. And she said, hi, hello, Julie from Australia. Over the past few days, I've been magically guided to your work and think you're amazing. Oh, how sweet. I have felt an incredibly strong urge to send you a message to ask a question with the hope that you can help me. I'm 39, single, feel so incredibly lost in my life, and don't have a sense of purpose. Jessie, she went to bed in Portugal. This would be good for her, too. Kate went on to say, I'm not depressed or have any mental health issues and feel very in touch with my spiritual side, yet I haven't been able to figure out my path. Often, I feel like I'm on the verge of some sort of breakthrough or something really big is going to happen, but I just never seem to get there. On top of all of this, I'm wondering where my partner is. Every time I go on dates, I meet people with qualities I like and then take all those qualities and try to put them together to find the right person. He still eludes me. Sorry, my question is so long-winded. I had this really big urge to reach out to you, and I really hope you can connect with me. Thank you so much for taking the time to read this. Kindest regards, Kate. Here's my response. Hi, Kate. Thanks for your kind words and question. 
sounds to me like you're on exactly the right path in learning your life's purpose and finding your life partner. Most of us believe we'll wake up one day and know what to do with our lives and hope Prince Charming will show up at about the same time. Good luck with that. What usually happens is we figure out our life's purpose as we experience life events that help us realize what inspires us and creates joy in our lives. Now, keep in mind, for over 600 million years, as we've evolved, our brains have been hardwired for negative thinking in order to keep us safe. In fact, negativity bias is a well-studied concept in psychology circles. Professor John Cacchiopo, Cacciopo is probably how it's pronounced, sounds Italian, PhD, while at the Ohio State University, my alma mater, by the way, did a study where he showed subjects pictures of pleasant and I put in parentheses pizza, neutral, and I put in parentheses hairdryer, and negative, and I put in parentheses dead cat things, and then recorded the electrical activity in their brains as they looked at each photo. Dr. Cacciopo concluded the brain reacts more strongly to stimuli it deems negative. In other words, there's a greater surge in brain electrical activity when confronted with something unpleasant. This means our attitudes are more heavily influenced by negative things, including being hard on ourselves for not knowing our life's purpose. Before we know it, our brains are in an endless loop and we're miserable. So let's pivot to what you can do to assist yourself in finding your mate and figuring out what brings you a sense of fulfillment. First, do your best to form a habit of looking for how everything is happening for you. And I put for in in all caps, F-O-R, for you, not to you, for you. When you're feeling a negative emotion, immediately go to a place of curiosity. How will this enhance my life? What will I learn? How will this play out? Once you're in a curious state, you'll be inspired to think another thought. It's the pattern of those inspirational thoughts that will lead you to find what interests you. And what interests you always leads to your life's purpose. This technique will also lead you to your life partner, Nicole. I don't think she's still listening, but maybe she'll listen to it on the playback. You want to ask yourself, do I like his personality? How is spending time with him benefiting me? Does it make me happy? What characteristics would I prefer? Do your best to stay neutral and refrain from judging people in events. Imagine you're on the yellow brick road in the Wizard of Oz movie. As you head towards the Emerald City, different bricks will light up showing you the way. You may be inspired to step on a brick that will land you in a field of puppies or get chased by flying monkeys. The situation isn't good or bad. It's just an experience on your path to Oz, also known as enlightenment. Life is an adventure. Enjoy the ride. And remember, like Dorothy, you, like all of us, are wearing ruby slippers, which give you all the magical powers you'll ever need. Expect to be delighted along the way, and you'll create the life you desire. So thanks so much, Kate, for sending that in. I really think the Wizard of Oz movie has so many spiritual uh, analogies and references in it that whoever wrote that screenplay, I think the movie was made in the 1930s, really was a spiritual being because it has so many spiritual things about it. So thanks again, Kate, for submitting that. Okay, let's go back to the phones. And I believe our next caller is Jenna. Hi, Jenna. Hi, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Good, good. Um, 
I just have a question in regards to um, my love life. And I'm currently, you know, in a really happy relationship and, you know, everything seems to be going great for me in retrospect of my career, school and and whatnot. Like, I feel like everything is going the way it's supposed to happen. Um, Mm -hmm. But my only concern is that uh, just a couple of days ago, me and him just got into this really big fight and to the point where I have a bit of a concern with my family and it's to the point where like, I don't have a relationship with my parents and, you know, obviously that is a big concern for him and because he's such a tr- traditional person um, and his parents are very traditional, uh, you know, coming from a South Asian family and from back home and whatnot. It's, I just want to know, is this relationship heading the way it's supposed to? Is it something that I should, that I should stay or just want a bit of a better guidance as to if I'm headed in the right path with everything, I guess. Okay. First of all, where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Toronto, Canada. Toronto. Okay. And can you give yeah. us your, ma- your man's first name? Yes. His name is Gaoshi. Spell for me. Uh, well, his full name is Gaussigan, so G-O-W-S-I-G-A-N, Gaussigan. Okay. Okay, so, and you call him Gaussi, G-O-W-S-I? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gaussi, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so is it in Jenna's best interest to continue her relationship with Gaussi? First thing that pops in my mind is a yes. But let's refine it down. Is it in Jenna's best interest to uh, have a long-term relationship that leads to marriage with Gaussi? This moment in time, I'm getting a yes. Oh, wow. Now, okay. future events, Jenna, can change because there are a bazillion variables that come into play with future events. But right now, mm. I'm getting a yes. Do you have another question that you want to ask? Um, yes. Uh, more or less, I just wanted to know, um, I know he is a very positive, you know, influence in my life and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to know, you know, with us getting married and whatnot, will there be complications when it comes to, you know, my parents, my parents' approval? And not saying that I do need their approval, but it's just like, it's nice to have a blessing. So I just want to know yes. if I will have. Yes, yes, there will be. There okay. will be. But what even, I just even talked about. That you'll have complications with your parents. But what I was just talking about with Kate from Melbourne, Australia, is when you look at a situation and you you can do your best to stay neutral, and how Mm -hmm. you stay neutral in every situation is you go immediately to curiosity. When you go to curiosity, that gets you on a higher vibration level, lets inspirational things come in that are going to serve you. If you stay Mm -hmm. in the mud and you you know, and you roll around in the mud with things that are negative, then that's not going to serve you. But I don't yeah. think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be that big of an obstacle. Will you have their blessing? Right now I'm getting a no, but so what? You know, if you want to be with this guy, make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, let us great. know what happens. Okay. Sure, will do. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for calling, Jenna. Bye-bye. Let's see who's next. I believe it's Heather. Hi, Heather. Oh, hi, hi, Julie. How are you, girl? 
Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Uh, Salt Lake. Salt Lake City. All right. Yes. And and I full disclosure, everybody. Heather is the sister of my daughter-in-law, Tim. My husband Tim's oldest child, Randy, uh, is your brother-in-law. And Heather is the one that I asked your prayers for, for her and her five-year-old son, Ruger, a couple of weeks ago when her husband died in a horrific car accident that she and her son were in as well. So, um, you know, everybody listening, Heather, was praying for you. A lot of us were. So just want you to know that you've had a lot of support from around the world. I know. And I appreciate that very, very much. Yeah, you bet. So how are you holding up with everything? Um, okay. We have our moments. Yeah, I bet. What's it been? Three weeks? Uh, about a month, a little over a month. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, did you have a question yeah. for me? Yes. I just want to know if Chris is going to wait around for me. You mean in heaven? Yes. Well, where do you think he's going to go? I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere there, but not with me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. He's with you all the time now in spirit form. Yeah. So he's around you all the time. He is ab- You will absolutely see him again when you're in heaven. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's around you now. So you don't have to wait. And you can talk <laughs> to him anytime you want. Um, this is what my training is oh, all I about. Oh, I do. I teach people kind of like you teach somebody to read and they can learn whatever they want. I teach people how to do the basics of woo-woo, how to communicate with spirit, how to um, identify the 12 phases of transition, you know, how to, how to speak to any spirit alive or deceased, whether it be human or, um, or angel or dog or animal or whatever. And that's what my angelic, uh, attendant training is all about. And there's information on my website about that. But did you have a question for him that you wanted to ask? Um, I have a lot of questions for him. Okay. Well, do you have one um, this evening? Well, I, I just want to make sure that he, I mean, he knows Ruger was okay. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. he knows that, Everybody misses him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure he does. Um, so he's standing right to your right, and when you just said you want him to know everybody misses him, he's he said, "Well, of course they do." <laughs> you know, kind of in a smart aleck kind sounds, of a way. That sounds just like him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you have another question for him? Um, or I you wanted to tell him. No, I just really want to make sure he's going to wait for us. Did he like the headstone I chose for him, for us, actually? He said it's up to you. It, and and all of that kind of thing, when people lose a loved one, they say, oh, we had this great service for you. Did he like the service? Does he like the headstone? That's all human stuff. Spirits don't care. It's yeah. Just, it doesn't matter. It's for the living. So yeah. he said it. He said, "If you're happy with it, he's happy with it." Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, um, don't care. Yeah, and is he? I don't know. Ruger is he able to 
like since Ruger's so little, can he somehow communicate with Ruger? Mm-hmm. That yeah, Ruger, Ruger would understand it was him. Mm-hmm. Ruger, he says Ruger knows he's around him. He knows he's around him, and and if you and this is coming from me, if you allow Ruger to tell you about that and just say and just agree with him, little kids a lot of times are shut down when mm-hmm. they say, um, "Mommy, I saw Daddy's." You know, I saw Daddy. Daddy was in my bedroom or whatever. Acknowledge that. As soon as as soon as adults start saying, oh, honey, that's just your imagination. It didn't really happen. Then little children start shutting that down. And those yeah. filters start coming into place around the age of six or seven with most children anyways. But uh, especially with Ruger having been through such a horrific accident, losing his dad in it, um, they were hit by a truck, everybody head on, mm-hmm. right, Heather? Mm-hmm. Um, on a really rainy, wet road on the way to her nephew's um, wedding. Yeah. So, Gosh, you know, what a, what a, I know, I can't even imagine what was you've been he, through. Was he, I mean, was he there during the Nephite hospital, the Payson, or did he leave there on the scene? Chris? Uh, was his spirit at the first hospital mm-hmm. that you went to? Because you took yeah. him to one hospital and then they air flighted him to a, a trauma center, right? Yeah. Yeah. So was his spirit at the first hospital? Yes. Uh, his spirit was attached until they took him off life support. Oh. Yeah. He waited for you to get there to be able to say Good. goodbye. Because <laughs> she had a lot of injuries, you guys, and so did the baby. So did Ruger. Yeah. Yeah. And so. he better, I hope he appreciates, because I always told him that he would say, if you would never make me wait around in pain, I'd always say, yes, I would. <laughs> and so I hope he knows the hardest decision ever was really easy because I knew exactly what he wanted. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Well, God bless you, girl. We're all yeah. keeping you in our prayers. And uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. And thanks for joining us and give that baby a kiss for us. Uh, yeah, I will. <laughs> okay. Take care. All right. Thanks, Thanks Julie. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see who's next. I believe our next caller is Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Augusta, Georgia. All right. Well, what's going on over there? Well, um, so Gary, my husband, and I work with a counselor who is also a buffet of psychicness. And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that made Gary laugh, too. Um, so she did a quick scan on my kids the other day. And mm-hmm. on my son, she said that she saw and he was making too much antihistamine. And now that the pollen's starting to come out, sorry to all the northerners, um, I don't know if I should give him antihistamines because that's what I've been giving him. But mm-hmm. if his body's making too much, then that seems counterintuitive. So I was going to see if you could get him on your radar, mm-hmm. see what you see, do a healing mm-hmm. if you can. That'd be great. What's your son's name, Jamie? James. James. Okay. So I'm going to connect to you and then from you to James. Oh, here I go. Laser beam. Got you. Got James. 
Uh, yeah, he's covered in yellow pollen, like in yeah. the springtime. I know exactly what you're talking about because that's what happens here in about another month. Uh, is it in James's best interest to take an antihistamine during pollen season? I'm getting a yes. Okay. Yeah. And, pl- okay. and play with it. Play with it, Jamie. You know, if if he doesn't seem like he needs it, you're not going to give it to him. But if he's right. suffering, I believe it can help him. Right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So I hope that helps. Okay. And okay. Jamie's in my I'm, class, you guys. I was talking I about my so independence. Yeah, we're having a blast, aren't we? Yes, I could do it all day long. So if anyone's thinking about ever doing it, I recommend it. We've just finished two weeks, and uh, and then we'll, we have two more to go. So um, stay tuned because magical things are happening for everybody, I would say. Mm-hmm. We have a private Facebook group, and it's fun watching people post what's happening in their lives and the changes that are happening. We're only halfway through, James, so we're ready to... We're going to be rocking and rolling even more. So, all right. Well, you call your son James. I call you James. That's my nickname for you. Everyone else, yes, everyone calls me James as well. So it's very confusing. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Our next caller I have from the 210 area code. Hi, who's this? Oh, this is Darlene. Hi, Darlene. How are you? Hi, and I'm calling from San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio, how are you? Hi, a little, a little cold, gray, and drizzly here, but other than that, we're we're not too cold. <laughs> well, you could be like Linda and be in Alaska and have it be five below. <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my feeling. Uh, you got a question for me? I do. I would like you to look into my grandcats. My daughter <laughs> lived with us uh, during her divorce and brought her two cats to my house, and now she's moved back into her own apartment in her own house, um, and she has her cats back with her. I kept them while she found the correct place that would allow pets. And one is one, or maybe both, we don't know, is, is peeing, and Julia, she's really upset with this kitty situation, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. thought they would be happy to be back home with their mom, but could you look into the kitties? There's mm-hmm. and Daisy, who live here in San Antonio with my daughter, and see why they're doing this and tell them to cut it out. <laughs> Daisy, and what's the other one's name, Darlene? Daisy, and the other is Miss Kitty. Miss Kitty. <laughs> yeah. I love that. She's the character we think might be uh, responsible. Oh. Is Miss Kitty, was she from, what, Bonanza or, or um, that, what oh. was the movie that Linda Evans was in or that Ponderosa, not one Ponderosa, no, was the one. The sheriff, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Oh, no, I, can see, I can see Miss Kitty, blonde, and she was a saloon owner. Uh-huh, Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke, yeah, she owned the saloon. Okay, well, we're dating ourselves here, girl. <laughs> That's <Okay>. right. <laughs> All right, so I'm connecting to you from you to the cat. Yes, Miss Kitty is the one that's misbehaving. She wants uh, to go home. She's telling me she wants to go home. Back home so to home me is, or her? Yeah, she wants to go home with you because they weren't doing that at your house, right? Well, they were, and I thought they it was were. Because, oh. yeah, yeah, they were still. They were doing it here too, and I thought, well, okay. because I have a cat, and though my cat gave them no trouble. 
every once in a while I would get the surprise, and so I and I've taken her to the vet. It's not infection, so yeah, yeah. No, <gasps> she's telling me she wants to go home. I guess that means your old house. Uh, okay, yeah. so that's not going to happen. So what what can we do to get you stop doing that? Uh, <laughs> she will when she's ready. Oh, <laughs> she got an attitude, that girl. Uh, uh, when will you be ready? Soon. She says she just doesn't like all the upset. She just doesn't like being mis, you know, displaced yeah. as much as she has been. So, uh, all right, Miss Kitty, if they keep you corralled. Would you like that? No. If they keep you corralled, will you stop? Yes. If they keep you corralled and then let you back out again, will you behave? Yes. So maybe try that for a couple of days. Oh, good idea. Put her her in timeout. Put her in Miss Kitty timeout and uh, see how that works. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Good luck. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling, Darlene. Bye now. Let's see who we have left. I believe Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Julie. Where are you? Can you hear me? I can. Where are you calling us from? Aurora, Colorado. Okay. Terrific. You got a quick question for me? I do. So I have a dog. He's a Boston Terrier. His name is Leo. And he has been waking me up for the last week, about Hmm. two, three times in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. And I just want to see if if it's because we're feeding him at the wrong time or if he's got an issue. Is he he peeing or pooping or doing both or what's he doing? It, it, It looks like he's just peeing. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you, Michelle, and from you, I'm going to connect to Leo. So here we go. All right. Here comes my laser beam. Got you. Got Leo. Leo, what's up? Why do you have to go to the bathroom? Uh, How old is he? He's 11. Okay. What he's telling me is is he's old. And that's why I asked. You know, like, you hear about old men and they have prostate problems and they have to get up and go to the bathroom a lot in the middle of the night. You know, even if you don't know an old man that does that, all you have to do is watch all these commercials on TV and they'll tell you that's what happens. And that's what he's telling me, that he just, he doesn't have the same bladder control that he did before when he was younger. When I asked him, he he said, well, I'm old. (laughs) Well, he he's at home all day, and no one lets him out. So, you know, he holds it during the day. So I'm like, okay, why is he keeping me up at night? Because you're there, and you can let him out. <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. Well, I guess, yeah, that's what I was yeah, kind of leaning towards. Talk to the doctor. Talk to the vet about that, because... Like, they've got all that medicine for humans. They might have something for an old male dog that can help with that, okay. too. Okay. All right. Hope that helps. Thank you. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Thank Bye-bye. you. And our next caller is Miss Susie. Hi, Suze. Hi, Julie. Thanks for taking my call. 
You're welcome. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I um, I have an, a different kind of question this week. I'm I'm curious your thoughts on um, whenever I love asking, is it in my best interest? Um, my uncle died this past mm-hmm. week, and so Sorry. his funeral is going to be happening the same exact uh, Saturday that we, my husband and I had um, scheduled a retreat with a couples group we belong to, and mm-hmm. we've missed this retreat for like five years or so because of my son's baseball, and now we um, you know have been planning it for a couple months. Or, since Christmas, actually, and uh, we already paid the $650, and I'm just not sure whether to try to find someone to take our place. I feel torn. I would like to be at the funeral uh, with mm-hmm. all my relatives, and I also am torn about canceling the retreat. My husband's open to whatever I want to do. I just wondered if you had a thought of what's in my best interest to go on the retreat in Monterey or um, go to Grass Valley for the funeral. Well, first of all, tell everybody where you're called from, please. The San Francisco Bay Area. Sorry, I meant okay. to do that. <laughs> so is it in Susie's best interest to go to her uncle's funeral? Yes. Is it in Susie's best interest to go to the couple's retreat? No. Is okay. it in Susie's best interest to go to the, uh, her uncle's funeral instead of the couple's retreat? I get a yes. Okay. Well, that's what I was leaning towards. So thank you. Yeah. I yeah. you sharing that. Okay. Yeah. I know. But... But there's always next year, and if you can get somebody to take your place, I think that'd be good. Yeah. Is the retreat all weekend, Susie, or is it just yeah, it's all weekend? And well, can you go to the, can you go to the funeral and then run down to the retreat? No, no it wouldn't work because they're they're really far apart. They're like many hours apart, <laughs> so it would right. really get there. But but anyway, but thank you. I really appreciate You're that. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> Thanks Take care. for calling. Thank you. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry for your, about your niece and her husband is making me cry. She has such a great attitude, mm-hmm. so sending my prayers for them as well. So. Oh, thanks, Sue. Thank okay. Thank Take, care. Take care. Bye okay. now. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. We are out of time. I think we got 12 people on again this week. This is great, you guys. Keep calling in. Keep sending your questions in. I think it's uh, wonderful to... Not only get an answer for yourself, but you help so many people by submitting questions and calling in because invariably there's other there are other people that have the same things going on in their lives. We saw that just with the question that was submitted online and with a couple of our callers. And with that, remember, sign, follow me on Instagram, uh, put a, a, a review on iTunes, subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com and then you'll be entered into a drawing for a free consult with me. Sign up for my angelic attendance training. Next class is going to start in April. And with that, have a great week, everybody. Take care. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.